When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everybody to the first Nashville Rockin' Pod Expo Celebrity Roast. We've got a lot of great guests lined up for you tonight. We're going to get the evening started off with a couple of special people I believe a lot of you know out there. I'm talking about Doc McGee and Paul Stanley. Thank you. I'm Paul Stanley. And I'm Doc McGee. People, I'd like to say it's an honor to be here, but I only agreed to this to take a gig away from Eddie Trump. Oh, yeah. Looking out and seeing the faces of the top podcasters in the world, I can truly say that I'm grateful I'll be leaving soon. Oh, yeah. You know, I was talking to some people backstage before, and they were telling me it's helpful to picture the audience naked when speaking in public. But if it's all right with you, I'd rather picture you wearing more clothes. Oh, yeah. That said, those of us in the world who have actual lives are very proud to see so many of you outside of your basements. Oh, yeah. Hey, Paul, do you mind if I take a crack at this? I've always wanted to do a roast. Doc McGee, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Well, I gotta tell you, people, well done picking Millennium Hall. What is this venue named after the last year somebody booked it? It must have been difficult to find a location within walking distance of a Piggly Wiggly and a salvage yard. Is this thing on? I got a question, too. Are those hookers or valet attendants outside? No, seriously. I need to know because I handed the one with the mustache and face herpes my keys. Let me step in here, Doc. You're kind of killing the vibe here. Read the room. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe there's a reason I work off stage. Continue, Paul. You're the star. (laughs) Never in history has this much useless knowledge been in one room. You all know a lot of facts, people. Too bad it's kids' facts. Oh, yeah. Julian Gill from KISS FAQ, people. Julian, I got to tell you, anytime someone asks me why I never leave my cabin on the KISS cruise, I just have them read the message board on KISS FAQ. Oh, hey! (laughs) Seriously, you guys are terrified. And speaking of people making a career out of talking about me, three sides of the coin, people. Looking at Mark Cicchini, It's more like three sides with every meal, am I right? (laughs) 
exactly is Tommy's role on the show? Earbud model? That guy chimes in less than the doorbell at Bramble's house. Get it? You got no friends, Michael. Oh, yeah! Three sides of the coin. The number one kiss podcast. Your family must be so proud. Being the number one kiss podcast, it's a lot like being the best-selling Amish rapper. Oh, yeah! Or maybe the best-looking man at a podcast expo. Hey, Paul, you're killing it. You might ask that if I take another, another round. Doc McGee! Well, oh, yeah! Give it up for Chris Sinzak from Decibel Peak, the world's leading authority on Vinnie Vincent. You know, <clears throat> you know, that's like being the world's authority on GoBots. No one cares. How did you end up picking Vinny anyway? Was Local H taken? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That's covered by your co-host, Aaron Camaro. You know, Aaron, you do know this isn't a headbands and sunglass expo, right? Two types of people wear sunglasses inside. Blind people and assholes. Sorry, I take that back, Aaron. I got my notes screwed up. I didn't mean to call you an asshole. That term is reserved exclusively for Billy Hardaway. <laughs> Everyone, Josh Toomey of the Talk Toomey Podcast is here tonight. Give it up! I do have one question, Josh. If you're here, who's interviewing the drummer from the Cottonmouth Kings this week? Now, Josh, you do know you can turn down interviews, right? You know, eventually you're going to hit rock bottom and end up having one of the hosts from Cobras and Fire on your show. Speaking of that show, have you ever heard of Cobras and Fire? Me either. I do know that one of the hosts is named Loose Cannon. If you ever met him, he's the one whose face you want to punch. First, Luce, the word smug or you? What a dumb fucking stage name. Was Luce Bowels already taken? You should have picked that as everything that comes out of you is shit. I agree, Doc. I almost felt bad for his co-host, Baco, and then I met him. Well, oh, yeah. At least his band recommendations will help you decide what not to buy. Among the many things I will take away from this Rock and Pod Expo, people, is that I can now tell my friends and family that I, Paul Stanley, was once in the same room as Baco. People, is there a word that means the opposite of name dropping? Oh, yeah! Before I go, there's just something I'd like to say to all of you get a life, get some exercise. Maybe take a shower once in a while. And that HR woman at your work, well, she was just being polite when she said she liked your kiss tie. She doesn't really care that the girl from Sons of Anarchy sang on Gene's solo album. Your office doesn't have a water cooler, people. It has a tank of tears from how sad you are. 
thanks for all your money. Shop Kiss Online and fuck you, Eddie Trunk. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast Network. Pat yourself on the back, buy yourself a beer, and slap yourself on the ass. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luke Cannon, along with the sleazy Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, and I'm happy to be sleazy and not beezy. Yes. Our episode today is called The Bee's Knees of Sleaze. Bees. Yes. No. So, what do you want to talk about? I, I do not want to talk about sleaze bees. <laughs> Hey, by the way, we know we've touched on band names over the course of this whole project we got going on here. Where does Sleazebees rank on your that's not goodometer? I have no idea who the fuck they are. You oh, I I really thought that uh part of you naming this episode was kind of a pun on the Sleazebees. No, I'm pretty much just an idiot that likes things that rhyme. Okay. Like, in a, and, and the whole uh, term, you know. You seriously bees, don't know bees. who Sleazebees are. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like the, I looked I'm talking it up. about Bon Jovi. Okay, let me, let, me, let me explain. I know who they are. Uh-huh. I have never played a song by them. What is their I've hit? Never, nothing, obviously. Oh, there is one. I mean, uh, it's not a hit. It wasn't a hit. There's a song that if you know them, you know them because of that song. Yeah, well, they oh, whatever. Who again. fucking cares? Yeah, there's that zone of before like '85 for me, just because of my age, that kind of passed by me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like the 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 this stuff is that late I listen to. Asshole, is it Sleazebees? Yeah, it like '80, '89, '90. Well, they must have like toured with Tough at the same time. We seriously need Billy Hardaway just to be in the background and chime in with fact correction, screaming. Yeah, ninety-one, uh, yeah, you yeah. jackasses. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nine to one, you jackasses. Yeah, if we some... have him on the show, everything will be. But he'll only speak eight words, and most of them have fucking piece of shit and asshole in, yeah. in each sentence. What do you say? <laughs> I think you're selling him a little short, but yeah. Uh, no, but he's very we, concise. We might have to I... use the beepo meter on him too. We'd be the first episode we could actually start bleeping. Stuff <laughs> I just like that. We curse all the time. We just censor him the entire time. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on a little bit and get into the sleaze. You want to talk a little bit? Uh, Quiet Riot's making some news. What what is that news? Well, after five shows with their, I don't know, how many fucking singers they've had since Kevin Dubrow, they got a new one. Okay. I mean, at this point, it's just the drummer and whoever he can get to uh, work for free is the way I'm seeing this. But it, uh, this guy is of some note. Apparently he was on American Idol. Uh, James Durbin. Do you know him? No, I don't watch that. But but, but going back to this, Quiet Right has always been one of these bands that, that is, is very curious to me. So, you know, 
So get, tell me if I'm wrong here. They had two albums before they were famous. They had Randy Rhodes, but they were never really, really released, or they weren't. How did that go? They were released in Japan only, is my understanding. They they've been oh. released here, like. But it was have you like heard a, them? Yeah, they're not very good. Okay, so you can't really see the whole. You know, it's 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 the, nice to hear early uh, Randy Rhodes if you're a guitar guy, but. Song-wise, you know, there's a couple songs Shit. that made it to the first record. I think Slickback Cadillac is on one of them. Okay. Okay, okay. So they used some of the stuff off those on the, on the first mm-hmm. one. Okay. And, you know, the only, you know, basically come on, feel the noise, bang your head. Um, I don't know. Mama, we're all crazy now or whatever Party like that. Two, t- t- two of those three are covers, right? Yeah, like but the Slade. same band, too. Uh, Slade. Slade twice. Um is I guess my question is from there to a, at some point I had QR three I don't know why I didn't buy it or somebody gave it to me I was like yeah, this is not good to me um, but like and then they had the record right after that with Paul Shortino from Rough Cut uh, I think it was just called Quiet Riot but my question is is anybody from current the, the the news you just told me is anybody from the original band in the band? Yeah, the Frankie Benali, the drummer, which is why That's it. you can't have the drummer be the only member. Look, I, I get the guy's got to make a living. Um, uh, and I'm sure if if this dickhead from American Idol is singing with him, he must have been one of those rocker guys that people would convince me I would enjoy American Idol because of. Um, but I, I, I don't recognize the name. You know, I mean, I know who Kelly Clarkson is and a couple others, but I don't know what year this guy would have been on. I saw a picture of him. He looks like a douchebag. And, <laughs> and he, things can't be going great if he's joining Quiet Riot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he got that right. That's a, good, that's a good indication. Good point. That's a good litmus test right there. Have you been on American Idol and are you the lead singer of Quiet Riot? <laughs> yeah, tell me American Idol helped careers. Yeah, it built a couple, <laughs> but uh, this asshole just joined Quiet Riot. It's ridiculous. Like this needs to stop. Listen, yeah. we we need to broaden our not not for profit to not just band names, album covers, things of that nature, but also ridiculous decisions later later in people's career. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Jizzy Pearl was the singer like two months ago, and he was like the third or fourth since Frankie re- restarted this. And in two months since he's been out of the band or however long it's been, they're on two more. It's just I, I not know. working. You know, it, I don't even get what you're trying to do. Just call it Frankie Benali's Quiet Riot Experience, and then nobody's going to care. So sell me on, because I've never, ever been able to properly get into this band. What is a, this probably is not on your list exactly, but I think it's a good segue. So is there anything by them that you would say, this is a, a fuck yeah, awesome Quiet Riot song that's something I haven't heard? No. Okay, so let's move on. Exactly. Okay, so you're in the same boat as me. Like, there's just kind of this. No, and it's not like I haven't heard this stuff, but yeah, all right. I'm sorry if if I'm in a room and somebody in that room is a gigantic Quiet Riot fan, he is probably likely the saddest individual in the room. (laughs) He is sadder than a dude who got really into Poison in the '80s. Yeah, okay. I, I'll take it. So what you got? What's your first pick? All right. Uh, we're getting right into her. That's good. 
because I just set my list down. <laughs> you want me to do it? You can't, you can't read? Oh, What's no, yeah, I got it. Uh, I just had to find it. So here's here's the mix, guys. Uh, is We're going to do kind of a um, old school, and then I've got some of the newer bands that kind of hold the, hold the torch mm-hmm. for this type of music. And we'll kind of mix it up that way. So why don't we go back back in the day. Back, 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 back. I believe this is 82 or 83, something like that. I can't believe I haven't talked about this song because the title is basically our catchphrase, and that's Rock Ain't Dead. Holy mackerel. Have you heard of the band Heavy Pettin'? Well, let me ask you real quick. What do you think of that name? You you like to talk about band names and... And rank them. Uh, this is yeah. A- I probably would. I probably would have let that one through. Mm-hmm. I, I would have. It, it would have gone. Been debated amongst our committee for a while, and then I think I probably would have just said, you know, for the time, let's do it. You no, know, but if you are kind of saying there is only one kind of music we're going to play, if you're called heavy petting, you know, I mean, you, you can't suddenly become, you know. You can't be heavy pet and, and become like a Seals and Croft type of band. <laughs> Here's Yesterday by Heavy Pet. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I think you're right. Continue. Yeah. And maybe they're more of a Nawabum band, but uh, I think this track is sleazy enough for the bee's knees of sleaze. So here you go, Luce. A little taste of Heavy Petten from Scotland. This is Rocking Ted. Good pick. 
You want to go? Want to go closer to current day? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So, like like I said earlier, we're gonna play a couple bands that are kind of uh, carrying the torch for this type of music. Oh my god, I'm getting. Drunk. I love music. You, you like music too? Yes, I'm a huge music fan. I always talk right, about me dick in public. <laughs> All right, Baco. It's <laughs> amazing, medic, medic. You know what? We're gonna do that again. No, we're leaving that shit that. in. I'll start over. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit. Uh, Mutic. I like this Mutic. That's good. Uh, well, what language is that? Do you think? Swahili. I think it's the language of uh, Love. IPA. <laughs> language of IPA. Yeah, it didn't not. sound that snobbish and pretentious. It does not. No, it is. It's, it's drunk and it's drunk and uh, a, a, a microbrew snob. Yes, now indeed. I'm a real prick. Mudic. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, so in 2010 there was a band called Bad City, uh, based in Chicago, and they had one album, and it was total like Def Leppard slash just 80s uh, worship. And it was mm. produced actually by Johnny K, who's worked with a ton of people. Yep. Ever, everybody from Disturbed to oh Man, crap! Do, do you know did he do a record with Megadeth? He did one with Megadeth. Um, not a good one. Super producer, but, basically. Yeah, he's, he's he's yeah right. He's done. He's worked with a ton. So anyway, so they had a you know a, a name producer for their first album as well, and they got a little bit of uh, uh, fame because. They uh, very. <laughs> this is a good move. They had a song called probably the worst song on the album, called "Call Paul Stanley," and have Hello. you ever heard it? This is Paul Stanley. <laughs> That's right. Hello, Paul. Yeah, I've heard it. Hey, Paul. It's Doc McGee. What's going on? <laughs> Doc, you can't do it. All right. Good. But anyway, so they have a song called. Uh, Call Paul Stanley. It says a call Paul Stanley in the middle of the night. Blah 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 blah. I can't. It, has, it makes no sense. But but it was a good move because somehow they were able to contact uh, to get in connection with them, and they ended up opening for Kiss. I think on the Sonic Boom tour or something like that. They were on some 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 tour with them at one point. But um, but Paul has a quote about the album. Indeed. Would you like to read it? Sure. Go ahead. Welcome to the Wasteland is an absolute knockout album and the best album I've heard in ages. A killer cohesive album of great rock and bombastic production that has been sorely missing. Every track is a winner and Bad City raises the bar out of most bands' reach. It's really that good. Now tell me if that is not just a press release <laughs> quote that was sent to him to sign off on. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't even know he knows that exists. And knowing Wikipedia, <laughs> it could have just been scribbled in there by a member of Bad City. No, it actually, is a real quote from because I've seen it. I've seen it on uh, Kiss's website before too. But right when, when, <laughs> when you spend right way too when much the, time on KissOnline.com. Well, this was like uh, seven eight, seven years ago, so I think I had more time. But the point being is that. That this album, but with that said, this album is really fucking good. This song is called Take Me For A Ride.
about the uh, the story coming out of florida of which of, of course florida. i love florida i love all stories coming out of florida. florida florida is the florida is the nutsack and limp dick of, of america <laughs> if you look at it on the map that's all it is yeah it, it's, 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 it's there's a, so much every time that you have a story and it ends with florida it is fucking ridiculous i am so glad i'm out of that state I, I can't even tell you. It's it's a joke. <laughs> Please continue. What could be happening in Florida that would well, this that is a would, very would, would Florida story? Go uh, ahead. Some dude uh, down there. He was arrested for impersonating the Nickelback drummer. Uh, what is that Nickelback drummer? I don't even know what he looks. That's like. why it's, like... it's brilliant. It's like I okay. have Nickelback drummer. If if I can say his name and they Google it, then it all lines up. Uh, but yeah. Uh, his his real name is Lee Harvey Cohen. So <laughs> you're telling me that, that Nickelback has a guy I've never no no no, no the guy impersonating him is Lee Harvey. Oh, I was hoping that there's somebody in Nickelback with the first. Yeah, guy. actually, I didn't bother copying down the Nickelback drummer's name because I think okay. uh, even he probably has to say I'm Nickelback drummer. <laughs> That's, That's right. how he introduces himself to people. Because like, if he goes with his actual <laughs> name, nobody will know who the fuck he is. So. No. Yeah, but like uh, yeah. this Lee Harvey character, uh, uh, which you know is funny enough, he per- yes. he is a, a performing musician of some note, and his performing name is Mister Wookie. <laughs> Mister Wookie impersonated a nickel. Okay, continue. Yeah. Mister Wookie is just running all over Tallahassee, going, "I'm Nickelback drummer." Give me stuff. <laughs> so apparently he talked some, I don't know, some drum and PA company in in Europe somewhere, Denmark or something like that, uh, to send him a bunch of stuff. And they caught oh. on to the, the gig by <laughs> contacting Nickelback Drummer and asking him if he actually ordered this stuff. And he turns out he didn't. <laughs> Cops were called, and Lee Harvey is now in jail. Uh, the weird thing is that, like, in 2009, he was sentenced to three years. All it said was for fraudulently collecting $78,000. So I don't, I don't know what that means, but he, he sounds like a fun guy. I tell you what, the, I, I just think it's funny that, that the uh, the place that was sending him all this stuff thinks that the Nickelback drummer lives in Tallahassee. <laughs> hey, come on. You live in Canada all your life? Who wouldn't want to live in Florida? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah that's um, right. Tallahassee, I'm here. State, I get all the. Anyway, yeah. if he if he would have said he was uh, Gloria Estefan's drummer, he would have been pegged right away. No, you're not. <laughs> that's true. You're not that guy. Maybe he could. Oh my god! So anyway, who knew? Who knew that you could do a scam saying you were you were the drummer from Nickelback to get free shit? Everybody's got an angle. Every single every single thing. <laughs> I played drums. Oh my in God. Is this? Are we using this as an excuse to jam another Nickelback song on our audience for three episodes in a row? No, I'm not. That was more your thing. So, all right. Uh, you see me oh, kind of dodge thing. that one. Like I don't want any of the Nickelback to stick on my shirt or anything. Uh, so, what you got next, Baco? Have you heard of a band called Dirty Looks? Maybe one time a metal sludge or something like that, but I don't know any of your music. Proceed. Oh, they were formed. They're from Pennsylvania, and the singer came here from Denmark. Denmark is Danish, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
continue. Yeah. Uh, well, they. I got. In, I found out about them. I think they were also on that Johnny B. Good soundtrack. Now that I think about it, but they had an album called "Cool from the Wire" uh, that I like a lot, and I'll play a song from that. Uh, it's an amazing record, by the way. If you like this song, you should let me know. I'll send you the whole thing. And the right, follow-up, cool. uh, Turn of the Screw, they were both on Atlantic, I think. Anyway, I thought they just, you know, they never really uh, gained any real traction. You know, I, you know, What years was this? 88 roughly? and 90, probably. What's the name of the song? The song is called Oh Ruby. It is a very gonna, much going to remind you of a uh, uh, whole lot of Rosie from ACDC. This band has a very ACDC vibe really? to it. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great little fun sleazy little track. I think it's going to inspire you to check out the rest of the record. I will personally recommend this and nothing more as far as albums by them. Here's Dirty Looks with Oh Ruby.
Here you go, Lewis. A little dirty looks for your dirty little sleazy butt. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so I, I, I got one. You know, bringing it a little closer to current day. But what did you want to discuss first? Well, the, the Kiss World was rocked when the uh, I the music video for the song "I" from uh, you know the greatest Kiss album, "Music from the Elder," was uh, kind of uh-huh. dumped yeah. onto the world this last few weeks. Anyway, I assume you saw it and watched it. I did see it. Uh, what, <laughs> what were your initial thoughts? I'd like to hear your fir- yours first because. Uh, I thought the reaction was kind of lame. I thought it was, uh, again, take it for its time. You know, I mean, it's not a great music video if they did it today. I I mean, this is before MTV, or at least at the very beginning. Um, This is before cable television was in most cities. In 1981, this is not that bad of a music video. Okay, fine, but why did they bury it? They buried everything about the record. I just, I don't think they buried it because like the backdrop looked like Superman's palace or some of the speculation. I, I, I definitely don't think it's cheesier than the "I Love It Loud" video, which they didn't bury. Uh, but there, there are there is no there zombie aren't. sleeveless guy in a yellow shirt. Uh, <laughs> but Baco, but Luz. the difference between I, "I Love It Loud" and the "I" video is at no point do people put Kiss on their shoulders and ride them around into the crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes or whatever. No? I, look. That's half the thing. Like, I think the problem is I think they didn't release it because I think they thought that their fans would expect them to get little little piggyback rides all across the, <laughs> all across the, all across the stadium. Like, wait, where's the part where... Where, where Ace gets to, 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 to put his boots on top of me and just, like, I get to walk him around. Look at me. I got a little kiss guy on me. Uh, it's, Look at that me. sounds like a missed opportunity for them to make some more money. Oh, that's right. That could be the VIP experience. Yes. Uh, although, yeah, whatever. Exactly. That's where I was going. Hey, that guy paid me $1,000. I don't think I'm going to get a lot of leeway because of my known feelings on the, the, the record. Uh, what? Know, what do you mean? Well, I, th- I think it's I'm pretty much you know on record as, as supporting the album is not only like a good record but a, a, a decent Kiss album even. What I think it's okay for with... artists. I'm not to kinda... talking about the song. No, I'm no, no. I know, but I think that like if I say this, like uh, the wonderfully attractive Chris Sinzak, who is a major inspiration to us. See, I did. That's how you start this loose. You butter him up and then you bury him. Uh, bury the fucker. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, Chris Sinzak, who, is, who of course is the uh, host and and uh, of Decibel Geek, and is responsible for so many things in my life that my wife wished didn't exist. Uh, possibly in it. Possibly an entire convention. Uh, but yeah, uh, he 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 got, he wrote an article about it, and he talked about how cheesy it was. And by the way, it's fucking cheesy. But every fucking music video around that time, especially when you look at it now, was super cheesy. I mean, the Van Halen jump video was as cheesy as this. Uh, but that was the time. And Van Halen, the Van Halen jump video, everybody loved at the time. I don't know right, why so Kiss sat on this, was, but they buried this whole record, so it has to be tied into that, you know. Listen to me. This is the main thing. No, stop it. Stop it. Please stop. The, the point is, is that, that, you know, I just find it just another interesting uh, – view into that period of just 
what a clusterfuck it was to yeah. me. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. All right. Anyway, enough about I. You want to go to a newer band? Yeah. What you got? You know, I'm just gonna go with. I, I've probably played them once in an older ep- episode, but fuck it. I'm gonna play them again. And that is Hardcore Superstar. And they have a song that has hilarious lyrics and it is catchy as hell and definitely uh, flies the flag. And that is Above the Law.
band, the band, I should say, is out of Sweden. Uh, Gothenburg, Sweden. Of course, Sweden. right? Sweden. Sweden. Why do you like the Polka Superstar? <laughs> they have their albums are Bad Sneakers and a Pina Colada. Wait, that's that's actually uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know what happened there. Um, Swedish chef. Can, can you take over? You, sure. You some... I only do hokey dokey dokey dokey. <laughs> Bland chicks. Yeah, but they've been around. Oh my god! Let me see here. They've had 1998 was their first album. Oh, and uh, their latest one is uh, just HCSS, which is you know obviously short for Hardcore Superstar. That was in 2015. Eh, didn't like that one too much either. But come on, come on, take on me. Check that out, kids. I think you'll take really like that album. But uh, what, what's next? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you play us out with uh, some old school? Oh my god! Um, well, I'm gonna. Get, have you ever heard of a band called Vamp? They do anything. Man, you are going just like obscure. What Vamp? Yeah. No, keep I, going. I believe out of Germany. Um, this is on uh, also on Atlantic Records, I believe. Eighty nine, ninety something in that area. So basically what you're saying is Atlantic Records sucked at promoting their bands. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, uh, maybe somebody signed all these guys and then got fired and they were stuck with them. It must uh, be. Anyway, but yeah, uh, not, not a great album. The album's called The, Heart, uh, the, album's called, uh, uh, the Rich Don't Rock. Um, and I be- like I said, I believe they're out of Germany. Their drummer, Dickie Fissler, is currently in... Uh, Jack Russell's Great White. Well, yeah. So with that, uh, there's a song on there called um, Heartbreak Heartache. It's the opening track on the record. Oh, good Lord. I'm seeing a picture of these guys. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to use this in the album art. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. This is is like... And by the way, you should see Dickie now. Uh, He's bald. Yeah, these. Well, the main thing about this is that this picture here looks like it should be in those awkward family uh, photos, like uh, <laughs> picture of the band. I, I, I'm gonna have to send this to you uh, right now. But uh, continue with your intro. Yeah, so this is uh, the opening track off of the Rich Don't Rock, and it is called Heartbreak Heartache. <laughs>
Oh, all right, Paco. What you want to talk about? Oh yeah, been a little fun. Uh, this is going to be great listening to it to this <laughs> on playback because I know zero of these songs you're playing today. So I've I think I, I think I'm all for two on your list too. Yeah, I think it's going to be this is this is fun. All right, so I've got another one that I guarantee you haven't heard either, and that is a band that I've featured a couple times on here, The Last Vegas, which has a name that again with our vetting nonprofit would not have been allowed especially because they're from not las vegas from chicago it makes no sense since they've come out there is a silly movie that's been out with um kevin klein and morgan freeman do you know what i'm talking about it's like a bucket list of going to vegas oh yeah yeah i do know what you're talking about okay so now when you google them you're much better than the band (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying do you like these guys i'm not a fan no, I like a lot of their stuff. I like. Okay, um, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to feature a song off of what I think is their best album, which is their first one. That after they were assigned to Nikki Six's uh, label, what is it called? Seven Eleven Slurpee. Eleven record. Seven. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Thirty-two ounce for fifty-nine right. cents. Right. Exactly. So here's an example. <laughs> I type in the Las Vegas into Google, the Google machine, and it pulls up that fucking uh, Michael Douglas, De Niro, Kevin Freeman, Klein. Klein movie so i'm trying to find now the band because i uh, think it's Kevin called Klein, by the way uh, american that's treasure right. all right um it's called whatever gets you off that's the name of the album and that is the song white lies by the last vegas nice
right, so um, we're going up with a double shot, and yeah, boy, it's down to two. I'm gonna go with uh, Brittany Fox with six guns loaded. It's uh, you know they did the the record with uh, whatever "Long Way to Love" and "Girl School" on it, and that was with the singer Dizzy Dean, and they did one record after that that didn't do much. That's and, the only one I know. I think yeah. I, I remember seeing that video and being like all the hot chicks in it and stuff like that. And they had a and super I, messing falling out too. Oh, that video okay. was great, by the way. Yeah. Yes, it was good. Yeah, so this is uh, Six Guns Loaded, the opening track off of Bite Down Hard. What do you got? Well, I was going to go a couple of different directions, because, but because you made the Cinderella reference, this is definitely not a deep track, but it's, it's one of my favorites by them. So we're going to do You Were Britney Fox one, and then we're going to follow it up with Somebody Save Me Ooh. off Cinderella's debut. So remember, <laughs> Rock's not dead. It's hiding, and you found it. You sleazy little bastard, you found it.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 